show me the passenger car that's longer than a RAV4 with a wheelbase longer than a Land Cruiser and it's wider than a Hyundai iLoad but three inches lower than a CX-5. Actually, I'll show you. Come on. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, or you can just click the card that's up there now, dude. A senior executive dude you've never heard of named Sangyup Lee, who is actually vice president of Hyundai Global Design and, I imagine, a real hoot at dinner parties, said this was the mission from the first day we began this project to look ahead towards the horizon but stay fundamentally Hyundai. Ionic 5 is the new definition of timeless, providing a common thread linking our past to the present and future. Actually, the past, present and future are already pretty robustly attached to one another, at least as I see it, so not too much need for any more temporal epoxy resin there, dude. However, I think you have smacked the fastener right on the cranium with that first bit. news is that after 8 to 12 months of deafening silence, Ionic 5 orders will finally open in Australia to VIPs on October the 12th and to the general public the next day, the 13th. A $2,000 deposit is going to be required and orders will be taken online only. Delivery is slated for late this year and possibly early next because, as you know, everything automotive is up in the air right now. I got a couple of hours to climb all over a pre-production Ionic 5 in between lockdowns and I have to say it is pretty exciting to see the rapid evolution of the product in the metal. Don't forget this is a ground up EV with none of the fundamental engineering compromises inherent in jamming an electric powertrain into an established internal combustion platform. For this reason Ionic 5 should be awesome dynamically and if it's not someone's head should roll. And of course, as a result of this bespoke engineering, they've been able to rejig the vehicle's fundamental proportions. So the wheels are pumped right out into the corners and the wheelbase is roughly equivalent to that of a dual cab ute. There's no transmission tunnel, obviously, because no transmission. So inside, it's basically all free space. And I don't know if they've hit the sweet spot between looking futuristic enough and conservatism on the one hand versus looking like some awful prop on a B-grade Netflix sci-fi insomnia cure on the other. That's kind of two blondes versus brunettes for me to call. Take a closer look and decide for yourself.
clever as this car is, and it is pretty clever, I do wish they could do something with this sort of explosion in a cable factory and make it somewhat more elegant. I don't know what, but at least there is a so-called frunk in which to put it. That's particularly useful if you've got a whole bunch of stuff packed in the back and you don't want to unpack it every time you want to get to the standard charging cable. Now, let's talk batteries and powertrains and all of that stuff. There's two batteries, small and big, although frankly, they're both pretty big. And if it was me, I'd be ticking the box for the big one. And there's two uh, powertrain options as well, which would be rear wheel drive and all wheel drive. And the all wheel drive one comes with a motor at each end, front and rear. And interestingly, if you tick the box for big battery and rear wheel drive, this will maximize your range. But I'd still be ticking the box for all-wheel drive, even though the range will come back, you know, a little bit. Pricing is pretty sharp too. The first tranche of Ionic 5s bound for Schittsville will be all high spec. And I don't know if they'll stick to convention and call them Highlanders, but that's what they'll be essentially. And they'll all have the big battery, which would be 72.6 kilowatt hours or roughly 13% more than a Kona Electric. According to the pricing that's just been announced, it's just under 72,000 bucks for the two-wheel drive with the big battery and just under 76,000 for the five with the motors at each end. So to me, that's a complete no-brainer. I cannot think of a reason not to go for the all-wheel drive. Like, hey, if you've got 72,000 Schittsvillian micro pesos, I'm pretty sure you can stump up 76 and it's gonna be so much better. That pricing does not include on-road costs. So the two-wheel drive five might scrape in just below the wholly immoral and entirely unethical but enduring federal luxury car tax threshold, the one for fuel-efficient vehicles, which is roughly about 80 grand this tax year. And you might pay a small amount of luxury car tax on the all-wheel drive. Of course, if you live in brain-dead Vic Ouija, you'll also have to cope with the equally immoral but far more Dunning-Kruger road user tax on EVs, thanks very much Dan Andrews, for doing your bit to make Australia look like a laughing stock on the world stage, which, let's face it, is actually ScoMo's job, so demarcation, dude. One can only hope the High Court in Vicuigia rules against the Andrews electric stupid tax. So here's hoping a bunch of men wearing wigs and dresses make exactly the right call on that. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Yes. And if you're worried about recharging, don't be, dude. Like, if you can find the right pumped-up DC recharger, this thing is internally equipped to set something of a very strong qualifying lap on that. If you find yourself one day out there on the road to Dingo Piss Creek and sucking on a dry tank of electrons or near enough, and you manage to find yourself a 350 kilowatt charger, that's going to charge you back up from 10% to 80% of full charge in just 18 minutes, which is outstanding. But when you think about that, right, 350 kilowatts of DC electricity, that's about the same as 146 domestic power points, all cranking out the maximum 10 amps. Or another way to look at it 
is you've just plugged in the power equivalent of two pretty standard two litre Atmo petrol engines on a dyno, cranking their hardest at 6,000 RPM. So that's a hell of a lot of electricity. And it does charge this thing up very quickly, which means it's got a killer cooling system built in for the battery because that's exactly what you need in this situation. And in fact, if you've just got, you know, 100 k's to go and you need a quick splash and dash of electrons, 100 k's worth of range at that charging rate is just going to take you five minutes. And that's pretty practical. So that's you and a full tank of subatomic particles in no time flat, like little time, whatever. A two-wheel drive Ionic 5 will crank out 160 kilowatts at the rear wheels, which is faster than it sounds because electric powertrains make their maximum torque when they're stalled, which would be 350 newton meters at zero RPM off the mark. That's for the two-wheel drive. 7.4 seconds to 100 is the official time, but that probably means cut snake to about 50 and tapering off somewhat thereafter, especially if it manages to hook up. And on that, one does kind of hope Hyundai wasn't overzealously OCD on the specification of eco tyres for this car, because eco tyres are generally awful to drive on, not unlike driving on ice. And of course, I mean frozen water, not crystal meth, obviously. The all-wheel drive version is slightly downrated at the rear axle to 155 kilowatts down from 160. And no, I don't know why. But on the positive side, it does add a separate 70 kilowatt drive system at the front end for a total powertrain output of 225 kilowatts and 605 newton meters. Yes. Again, this should be pretty impressive off the line more impressive than the 5.2 second 0 to 100 official time suggests and that's really not that shabby the range is 451 k's for the two-wheel drive and 430 k's for the all-wheel drive against the wltp standard test and the difference there has to be mainly the additional weight of the all-wheel drive system the base model ionic 5 chitois as it is not officially known, but everyone in the industry knows what you're talking about when you call it that, that's for sure. It adds about 30 k's of range for a total of about 480-ish k's, which is mainly the weight-saving upside of the poverty pack in a nutshell. The Chitois will not be available until a bit later on. The battery and inverter system has another pretty neat trick up its sleeve too. Like, you don't just put electrons in, okay? It's more of a two-way street than that. You can also decant them and spray subatomic particles here and there externally, which is pretty and Jedi when you think about it. Hyundai calls it V2L for vehicle to load. And it's really interesting to me because what you do is you get a special adapter cable and you plug it in here. And at the other end, you get normal mains domestic supply, right? Like 240 volt electricity and a maximum of 15 amps, which for the electrically cognizant among you is 3.6 kilowatts. It's a hell of a lot of electricity in other words. So you can run a whole bunch of appliances on site or during a blackout, like, I don't know, maybe a flat screen television and your computer and a printer and a modem and whatever else, you know, 
the Ming Moles and all of their appliances. Or you could interrogate an enemy combatant. And if you did that for 12 hours at the maximum 3.6 kilowatts out of the battery down there, even with the baby battery Ionic 5, you will still have 25% battery capacity remaining after 12 hours to drive off and get a recharge. And if you buy the big battery baby, then you'll have 44% remaining. And I reckon that is pretty damn versatile. Ionic 5 is cheaper than a Tesla Model 3 performance, but not as fast. It's got more warranty, and it is made by a car maker that will not throw you under the bus if there's the merest hint of a problem. So that's different. Still, people don't worship Hyundai like they do electric Jesus, and that's got to be because there can be only one church of electric Scientology. Sadly, though, it's not all electric blowjobs and butterflies with Ionic 5. No siree. The bad news here is that we're only going to get 400 of them, which is nothing. That's the entire Schittsvillian Ionic 5 allocation for 2021. A real Lorena Bobbitt proposition right there. Like, just lop it off at 400 and think yourself lucky, dude. Hyundai Schittsville has been tsunamied, if that's a verb, with unprecedented enquiry over this car. The Antipodean outpost looks north, you know, and says, send as many Ionic 5s as you can make. <laughs> Soul goes, here's 400.